a YouTube star knocks out another fighter. Netflix dropped a fire documentary, and there was a major court case that was settled today. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. You are listening to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. I am your host, Neil Maligno. I cannot thank you enough for joining me today, as always, as every day, every episode. No, today is no different. They're all, <laughs> I appreciate you every time. Just quick, you know, just some quick housekeeping. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe. Thank you for leaving reviews if you've left one already. If you have not, please go do so. It's free. All these things are free. Subscribing to the podcast, leaving a review, following on Twitter, or Instagram. All these things are free. I appreciate those who have already done so. But if you haven't, I mean, we're growing here and some of you haven't. It's just a fact. And I would love to see you do so because the, the free support is greatly appreciated. Other than that, guys, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Today, we are covering some of the latest headlines across sports, news, all these things that I've just got going on right now Am I, that, that, that are you know important to me. That are important, that are relevant, that are trending, all that good stuff. I want to start really because there's no other way to start this podcast off with guilty, guilty, guilty. You know what I'm talking about. The job isn't finished. There's progress. Accountability is what it's all about. That happened today, which is a you know a major, major uh, change to what we're used to. So I won't get into the politics, the reform. That that stuff takes more detail than I have today for it, but. Really happy with today's results. And again, obviously, we all know for those who are on who are on the side that we're on, you know, the clock dodger side, the side who wants to see, you know, good and positivity in this world. Um, you know, it, this this is what was necessary. This is a long time coming. And if you know, if you're against it, um, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, I know we're all cut from a different cloth. Um, if you're against it, I don't know, man. I really can't make excuses for you. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, but overall, positive day in that sense. Obviously, there's other things going on in the world, but that was a positive thing. Something that was negative, and in regards to this, and I had to cover this because, as you know, I'm a Raiders fan. Um, after, after the George Floyd case, after the verdict was read, everybody obviously went to Twitter, to social media, to Instagram, to you know all these places, and were you know sharing their thoughts, their opinions, athletes, um, bloggers, everybody was out there, even just you know us, everyone out there, right? Everyone hit the streets and they were and they were speaking on how they felt about it, negative, positive, whatever the case may be. Most of it was you know generally speaking, it was all support uh, for you know for what took place. And my team, the Raiders, my favorite NFL team, I bleed silver and black. The Las Vegas Raiders make a tweet. And as I mean, I'm an Orlando Magic fan. The Orlando Magic also put up a a thing. I mean, a a, a lot of sports franchises were posting stuff. That's not the big deal. The problem is that the Raiders chose to make a tweet that said, I can breathe. Right. And if you're familiar with the George Floyd case, which you should be, because even if you know, uh, I don't know what you're, you know, what you do on a daily basis, but you should be, you know, informed on what's going on in the world. And, you know, he said, I can't breathe. Part of this video that came out that showed this man be murdered 
um he was screaming this right and he was you know this was this was this was a very big piece of the whole case and the raiders posted a, a tweet a graphic that just said i can breathe and this really rubbed people the wrong way and it was for a multitude of reasons i'd rather just go ahead and and jump straight into people who've already done work on this because immediately after the raiders posted that uh the media came the media came after him. Everybody was, you know, telling him, delete it, delete it, delete it. And uh, to Sean Reed of The Athletic, uh, he does great work covering the Raiders. He said that, you know, this is his quotes from speaking with uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis. So I'm, I'm literally reading his tweets. Go check him out at Tashawn Reed if you want more information on R-E-E-D, Reed. Uh, he covers the Raiders for The Athletic, one, one of the guys that cover him. Uh, so these are literally his tweets word for word. Raiders owner Mark Davis said the I can breathe wording came from George Floyd's brother, uh, felonious, uh, who said today we are able to breathe again. Davis added, if I offended the family that I'm deeply, deeply disappointed. He also said the post won't be deleted. Davis said he wasn't aware that NYPD supporters wore I can breathe shirts following the 2014 killing of Eric Garner. After I brought that up to him, he said, I learned something. I have to do a little bit more research into that just so I can speak coherently on that aspect. More from Davis. Let me say this right off the bat. I was not aware of that. Absolutely not. I have no idea of that. That's that's a situation that I was not aware of. I can see where they could get some negativity towards what I said based on that. He finished with, well, I don't know if he finished, but Deshaun's tweets finished with, I wasn't watching the talking heads. I was listening to the family and I was trying to take my lead from them. But if that's the I can breathe T-shirts or what the cops are wearing, then really it is a bad statement. I guess I'm kind of confused with. And this is my team. y'all. I'm not like <laughs> I can't you know, I can only, you know, I wear silver and black colored glasses. I see the positivity and everything. I have no problem, you know, you know, doing those things and, and being biased towards my Raiders. I, I could do that very easily. Um, but this is one of those things where I'm really I'm really confused, I guess. Um, my my problem is this. Like, if you if you didn't know the Eric Garner, I can breathe NYPD t-shirt thing. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is why I stay. This is why I say no matter your political leaning, no matter, you know, what you do on a daily basis, no matter what you fill your day with, you know, educate yourself on what's happening in the world. And that's why, you know, this podcast, I don't stay in a lane. We don't cover a specific niche and, and niche, niche, whatever, and, and just do that because that's not all we're interested in. Like fancy football is a, is a heavy focus. Football in general is a heavy focus sports, but I'm not we're not just going to stay there. We never did. It's not what we do. Um, so, you know, stay stay well, you know, educated and, evo- and you know, kind of stay, you know, what I'm saying just stay on top of things. Right. So these things would happen less. These kind of mistakes, if you were, you know, on top of things a little more. But let's not even say let's say that. I mean, you can only stay on top of so many you know topics and subjects and happen and things. Right. So maybe you didn't miss this. That's fine. Also. Right. Like mistakes happen. My my problem is not deleting it. You know, I know what your intention was. And I understand what Mark Davis is saying. His intention was I understand that he wasn't you know informed on that situation. But once it's brought to light that you were wrong or that it's a bad look or that it doesn't look right, you should delete it. Like, that's just how it works. Like, once you know this is offending people or bothering people, like, what's the point in not taking it down at that point? Why cause the friction? Like, I I get it. You said that's not what your heart meant. 
It's not you did not even know about that. It was not your intention. But when we do things like that, you're supposed to correct it. And so rather than just clarify it, because number one, not everyone's going to see your report. Not everyone's going to see what you're saying to the media. They're just going to see this pinned tweet on the Raiders page that says I can breathe. And if you know it's bothering people and if you know it's insensitive and if you know now that it doesn't look right, why stay stubborn? Why why leave it? You know what I mean? Like, and I get you're the owner, but why is nobody coming to Mark Davis and saying, hey, man, we got to remove this. We have to. We have no choice. Like, this is not a good look. Now that we have clarity on it, since we weren't informed somehow, this should come down, Mark. So I'm hoping that the Raiders, by the time this episode comes out or tomorrow or whenever in the coming days, I hope they remove this. I hope they come to their senses and say, not just is it our bad but we actually removed it. We got rid of it because we didn't want to cause this friction. You know, we we made an honest mistake. We had no intention of hurting anybody's feelings or, or, or causing this confusion. And we took it down. We took it down. And that, that's what the right thing to do is. So hopefully they do that. If not, man, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a black eye on the Raiders for sure. I'm not, um, doesn't look good, man. It's a bad, it's a bad look. That's not the thing you want to see, like going into a new season. The draft is upcoming. You're in Las Vegas. You wanted to support them. So you wanted to support George Floyd's family. You wanted to support this movement, this, you know, this civil rights movement. And and you're, what you tried to do backfired. And it was an honest mistake. And now you can correct it. So like deleting it is so simple. It makes so much sense. Do the right thing, Mark. One of the bigger things that I wanted to make sure I covered was Jake Paul, KOing dudes, Ben Askren, MMA star, you know, well accomplished, got knocked out first round, first minute, whatever it was, it was ridiculous. Now, going into this, you know, you try to defend the MMA community, you try to defend professional fighters, and you say things like, there's no way this YouTube star is going to knock out the MMA fighter, the guy who, you know, was taking beatings by guys and still won fights. But in reality, in the back of your mind, you're like, this is a different sport. And, you know, Jake Paul is pretty decent at it. And Ben Askren sucks at it. (laughs) He sucks at boxing. Like, it's obvious, right? Like, there's no question about that. It doesn't take, you know, uh, an MMA genius, an MMA, you know, guru to understand that Ben Askren is a wrestler. He's not a he's not a boxer. So this was a perfect matchup for Jake Paul, just like the prior fights were. It made sense. It was a good move. And he got the outcome exactly how he planned it. Now, the problem is, if I, I see a lot of people hating on Jake Paul for this. Like, oh, he's not really beating boxers. No, we get it. He's not, right? We get it. Um, oh, he's, you know, he's not really accomplishing anything. Why is he out here flexing? Listen, the, the flexing and all that kind of stuff, the Instagram videos, all the shit talking, like that's the sell. Right. That's to sell the brand. That's to sell Triller. That's to sell the fights. It's a part. It's a part of the thing. Like, this is what he's supposed to do. As far as, you know, oh, now we got to throw a real MMA fighter. I mean, now we got to throw a real boxer at him. No more fucking around. No more throwing MMA fighters and basketball players and, you know, guys who aren't boxers. Throw him a professional boxer. I guarantee he won't win. That's what they say. Guys, the point of this is to make money to make money to build a brand to establish something if you throw a professional boxer 
an accomplished professional boxer, at Jake Paul, right now, yeah, he's he, he's probably not going to win. He has three fights under his belt, and if you throw a professional at him, his chances are probably not great. Now, that's not to discredit Jake Paul because from everything I'm seeing, and from you know my own eyes, and for you know what professional fighters are saying, he can actually box. Like it's it's legit, pretty good skills. But you're not going to compare him to a guy who's like you know world record holder. You know, title holder, I'm sorry, uh, 40 wins, you know, it's just, it's a different league, you would assume. But the whole point of this is not for Jake Paul to prove he's the best boxer ever, right? Like, it's not to prove that Jake Paul is this extreme uber boxer and the toughest of all tough guys. The point of this is for Jake Paul, yeah, to show that he's pretty good at boxing, that he's not bad at it, that he's put a lot of work into it, and he's pretty damn decent at it but also to make money. There's no point in doing this if it doesn't make money. There's absolutely no point. Ben Askren took that fight to make money, to make a shitload of money. If you watched it, it was basically a musical concert with some fights in between it, with some fights interrupting the musical acts because they were making a lot of money. If the, if the, if the things are true, I mean, if the PPV buys are true, the numbers I'm seeing are true, they made a lot of money. And, and Jake Paul is a huge, huge part of that. The main draw. What's the point in making Jake Paul lose against a professional boxer? Like, what is there to gain? Do not forget that it's not just Jake Paul getting rich from this. Ben Askren said it was like the biggest payday of his career. There's other guys who are getting fed because of this show, because of this event. Everybody involved got paid. Everybody got food in their mouth. During this pandemic, you know, while everything is crazy and some people have struggled to put things together, Jake Paul is helping people get paid. So we have to understand, man, chill out with the professional boxer shit. Like, we don't need that because we're not looking at Jake Paul as like the next Floyd Mayweather. We don't care. No one is looking at it like that. No one is really truthfully approaching this like, man, Jake Paul is going to be a championship level Mike Tyson boxer. No one is doing that. They're just enjoying it. It's fun. So I assume he'll get another MMA guy who can't box next. That's my assumption. Or another professional athlete who wants to give this a shot. But he's going to be careful. He's going to choose wisely. Sure, he's getting confident in his ability. Sure, he's getting better. Sure, he's not bad. Sure, he's legit. But you don't want to, you know, just throw a, a killer at him. It doesn't make sense. No, he's not going to do MMA. No, he's not going to do this and that to make it fair for you guys. He's going to continue to do this. They're going to continue to rack up millions of dollars and people are going to continue to get paid and you should just have fun with it. Just sit back, enjoy and watch it. I watched it over the UFC the other day. I mean, the UFC car was okay. You know, it didn't have, it wasn't like stacked to the gills. It wasn't a pay-per-view, but I still watched it over UFC. I was intrigued. I flipped back and forth a little bit, but you know what I mean? When Jake Paul was fighting, I was watching the Jake Paul fight for the brief moment till Ben Askren got knocked out. But Ben, ben Askren left with a smile on his face. I know you've seen him walking away immediately after the fight. He wasn't mad. He wasn't hurt. He wasn't upset. He had smile a smile on his face because he's rich. He just got paid uh, for that fight. So shout out to Ben Askren for taking that payday. Shout out to Jake Paul for, for doing, you know, what people are saying he couldn't do. 
it's some, there's something about that too, like going against the doubters. I'm sure he's done that his whole career with different things like YouTube and acting and all this kind of stuff. I'm sure it's kind of like his story. Um, but it's cool to see that. Again, it's cool to see someone step out of their quote unquote lane and make it work. And I'm not saying step out of your lane to become a championship boxer. I'm saying like come out, make it get out step out of your lane that you're used to. Do something that's hard, put a lot of effort into it, and get rich off of it. That's respectable for me. To me, that's commendable to watch that. I enjoy it. Shout out to Jay Paul. Shout out to Ben Askren. Shout out to everybody that was a part of that event. I mean, they're doing something over there. They're doing something. It's it, it's it's intriguing at the very least. And they'll continue, I'm sure, to improve upon it and get it better and keep making intriguing fights. And we'll see, we'll see what he do, does next. But it's working. I think it's working and it's fun. Shout out to Zion. Zion Williamson also. I don't I don't have a whole topic on this or a whole thing to get into, but I seen that he dropped a shoe uh with Jordan. You know, his first shoe. It's a big deal, man. It's well deserved. He's one of the most exciting young players in the league. And he got a Jordan shoe. That's fucking dope. There's not many things NBA players want more than their own shoe, like a championship. Okay, great. Uh, enough money to take care of their family for generations. Great. And then there's a the shoe like that. That matters. It, that, that is important. <laughs> Every kid grows up, you know, wanting the shoes of certain players, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, KD, like Allen Iverson, you know, Shaq. No, <laughs> Shaq, he did the, you know, he did what he did. It is what it is. You know, if you rocked him, ain't no, no problem, no problem. But, you know, there is that thing. So if we want to buy them and they sell out like crazy and they're worth so much money, imagine the guys playing the sport and how they aspire to have one one day. Uh, and Zion got his, man. So I think that's dope. I just wanted to shout it out. You know, I like shouting out random facts and interesting things. And I think that was a, a you know, a real positive. Um, check them out. They're not bad looking either. You can see them everywhere right now. Just look up Zion Williamson or go on Twitter, find the trending topics. Anywhere you want, you'll find the shoe. It's everywhere. Um, the last thing I do want to close this episode out on, you guys know I'm big on sharing um, show and tell like style with the with, with the audience. Um, because, you know, when, we, when we're communicating, when I'm, when I'm chopping it up with you guys on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, you guys are always sharing things. Or I'm looking at your stories or I'm reading what you're doing. Or I'm listening to your podcast, whatever. And you're introducing me to new things. So I want to do the same, you know, kind of give back and also just to talk about it. Um, Netflix dropped a documentary. I, don't, I think it was dropped towards the end of March, actually. But I just caught it like two, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, probably two weeks ago. Yeah. So Netflix dropped a, 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 the college admission scandal doc uh, called Operation Varsity Blues. And this shit was fascinating. I already knew the story, right? Like it was all in the headlines. Again, stay, stay, you know, stay, stay, in, stay informed. Um, so I already knew about like the story itself, like what had happened, you know, the actresses and stuff going down for, um, you know, chill, uh, you know, putting their kids through college into college illegally. So I, I knew like the story in the background, but. This documentary was well put together, man. Like they did a really good job of like showing you a lot of details. Go to college that, you know, they, they aspire greatly to see their kids go to college because either they didn't get to do it or, you know, they know that life was hard for them because they're making, you know, lesser money from not having a college degree or whatever that case is. And they want to see their kid do better. Right. And they don't want to see their kids struggle. And so they want their kids to go into college because they know that it's a big make or break for some people uh, or it can make life easier. 
Uh, and I know there's a big pushback with college and the debt it puts you in, all this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm not totally like, I'm not Mr. Gung Ho for college either. But um, it was interesting to see these rich people, super rich, super successful. They've already made it, right? And they can give their kids anything. Like their kids can say, hey, dad, I want to start this business. Hey, mom, I want to start this business. And they can just give them the money to do it. They can start them off with a major head start financially, influentially, influentially, um, you know, the right connects, the network, like they have everything for their kids to be successful. Some of their kids were already doing things like, you know, big YouTube uh, influencers and, and things like that. So I found it so interesting that those people were so pressed, though, to still get their kids in colleges and not just any college, like they're, to them, community colleges and stuff, that wasn't good enough. They wanted their kid to, you know, have the name USC behind it. You know, they wanted the big schools behind it, Stanford, like the, the names that the college names that fucking make an impact when you see that shit. Like, well, you graduated from Stanford. You graduated from the USC. What? Like, that's a it rings bells. It, it, it they kind of like commands more respect to some people, to some people. I mean, to me, a college degree is a college degree, no matter how you slice it, where you got it. But that that name meant something. Right. Well, I mean, it does mean something. <laughs> I'm not like it doesn't mean anything. It, it's it's cool. Right. Like It's cool to see that. Um, but it was just interesting to see such wealthy people, not like, oh, they're doing OK, like super rich. Like your kids don't need a college degree. They certainly don't need it from the biggest schools in the, in the planet. Like those kids would have been fine. No college degree, college degree from community college, like all of it would have been OK. But those parents were willing to risk everything. I don't know if it's a you know, mentality where they think they're untouchable or they think they can break rules because they have enough money to do it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what it is that had them try that, you know, that made them so, but this dude was making bank off these parents, man. And he was just running a, a racket and he got caught up, you know, somebody snitched, blew his cover and it, it all collapsed and it embarrassed the shit out of a lot of these parents. Um, but the documentary was really, really well put together. Uh, a, a great, you know, great doc, man. It was one of the best docs I've seen in a while. It was super interesting. So I definitely highly recommend it. Again, it's about the college admission scandal. It's called Operation Varsity Blues. It's got like, it has actors playing all the parts, but it's got like real stuff mixed in, like the actual stuff, the actual, you know, evidence and things like that. They make it, they, 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 they do it as best they can you know, to make it as real as possible um, and give you real, you know, real stuff in it, not just straight up acting like a straight up movie. Um, so I highly, I highly suggest go checking it out if you haven't. I know I'm a, I'm a little late to it. In today's, in today's uh, consumption rate, I feel like if I'm, if I haven't seen something a month after it came out, I'm fucking late to the party. And that's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy if I'm a, I'm a couple of weeks behind something uh, and it's released that I'm late. You know, I'm like super late. So if you've already seen it, great. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your thoughts on it and what you think about, you know, these parents that take this chance that really isn't important. I would love to hear what you think about that. I kind of actually, you know, I found it really interesting psychologically and from a, you know, status standpoint that people, you know, have this mentality where they have to keep up and impress others um, that so many people live that way. You know, it's it's a, it's a it's an interesting perspective. But that's all I have for today. That's it. A reminder: if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Again, I can't 
emphasize how important it is that you guys do that, you know? And, and thank you guys for continuing to share the pod, you know, to tag people. I see it all the time on Twitter and stuff. You guys are tagging people like, hey, there's a fancy football podcast or there's a you know a podcast about pop culture and everything. I see you guys tagging and sharing it. I really appreciate that. And I know, you know, you guys are sharing it with family and friends and stuff who aren't on social. And I really appreciate all that. Um, it's really it's really a beautiful thing. You know, Cloud Dodgers has come a far away, five over five plus years of doing this. So it's exciting. We wouldn't keep doing it if it wasn't worth it. You know, I love connecting with you guys and talking with you guys. And every time an episode comes out, we start chopping it up about, you know, topics and stuff that we have on the show. And it's a lot of fun. So we're going to continue to grow, continue to expand upon this, continue to shake things up. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. There's a lot. There's so many things that I have at the top of my mind right now that I want to talk about on the podcast. I'm trying to get, you know, the right guests for it to, 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 you know, to talk about it. I don't want to just do it. You know, you guys know I've always done everything here at Clock Dodgers with a purpose. I don't just jump into things. And so I'm trying to line up some, some, some stuff that makes sense. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, then that, as always, I hope you're staying, you know, great, healthy, successful, and all that other positive stuff. And you know, as always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.